Nothing nurtures the world above better than the soil below, and that's why I am so excited to introduce you to Coast of Maine. Coast of Maine is an organic soil brand that offers a full range of products designed to cover all of your garden and lawn needs. In years past, my vegetable garden, I neglected the soil and I didn't have much yield. If your soil lacks appropriate nutrients for success, your garden may not succeed. And so this year, I am so excited to cultivate the soil before planting the plants with Coast of Maine's organic products. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers, so next time you're at your local retailer, look for Coast of Maine products. Get growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you, coastofmaine.com. You're listening to Episode 16 of the Sustainable Minimalist Podcast. You are listening to the Sustainable Minimalist Podcast, a show about living simply and sustainably with your family. Here's your host, Stephanie Safarian. Hello there and welcome to episode 16. Today is our special Earth Day episode. This year, 2018, Earth Day falls on Sunday, April 22nd. And Earth Day is a pretty cool day, right? It's a day for us to pick up litter or plant a tree. But there's a big problem with Earth Day, and it's this. It's just one day out of 365 days in a year. On Monday morning, after planting trees and picking up garbage, most people will go back to their daily lives and back to their environmentally damaging habits. So today, on this episode, we are going to talk about some changes we can all make in our daily lives for the next 365 days. We are not just going to put a band-aid on the problem. Instead, we are going to try our darndest to adopt a lifestyle change with the earth in mind. I have come up with a list of five lifestyle changes for the aspiring eco-friendly minimalist. This is for people who are just starting out on their journey. No judgment. I'm here for you. And then I'm following up that list of five suggestions with five more suggestions for those listeners who may be a little bit more advanced and further on their sustainable minimalist journey. Now, full disclosure here, some of the items on today's list do have to do with minimalism, but a lot of them don't. So if you are tuning in today for decluttering tips, that's not really what we're doing today. I don't want you to be disappointed. I sure hope you'll stick around for the episode. But next week, we'll get right back to sustainable decluttering. This week, we're all about changes that are harder to make and changes that aren't just simply for Sunday, April 22nd, but instead for every day. We are just about ready to get into the good stuff. But before we do, a quick note that this episode is brought to you by Playapod the best cross-platform podcast app 
for iOS and Android. Visit playapod.com and download for free. Before I jump right in with the five beginner action items and then the five advanced action items, I want to explain quickly how I hope this will go. I hope that you listen to the action items that I outlined today, and if one piques your interest, you adopt it, and you adopt it for the entire year. So the goal here is lifestyle changes, not simply one day a year, band-aids. So I'm going to jump right in with the five beginner suggestions, and I use the word beginner lightly and lovingly. Suggestion one is to buy the ugly produce at the supermarket. So here's the facts. 52% of healthy and edible food goes uneaten. Food that doesn't meet a grocery store's cosmetic standards is sometimes donated, but more often it's tossed. So produce that's left to rot greatly contributes to carbon emissions. And is it just me or is there something super wrong with wasting perfectly normal, nutritious food when so many people die of hunger every single day? But on your next shopping trip and perhaps on every trip to the supermarket you take for the rest of 2018, remind yourself that when it comes to produce, the ugly stuff is just as nutritious as the beautiful ones. So go ahead and mindfully fill your cart with the blemished peaches or the carrots with the dual tips. A final tip here is to check locally. There are, in some parts of the country and in some parts of the world, stores that specialize in less than perfect fruits and vegetables. So they sell the, quote, ugly stuff at a fraction of the cost simply to keep it from rotting. Check out where you live and see if you have a store like that. Beginner tip number two. Say goodbye to Poland spring bottles and Fiji bottles and Aquafina bottles. And while you're at it, say goodbye to plastic baby bottles too. Now here are the facts. When you buy bottled water, you're paying for something that's basically free. Plastic bottles are also terrible for the environment. Spoiler alert, nearly 4 billion water bottles become trash each year in the United States alone. Now, I'm not even going to get into the health issues associated with plastic bottles. I will link to it all in the show notes, however, if you're interested, mamaminimalist.com forward slash 016. But the take home is plastic bottles are not simply devastating for the environment. They're also pretty darn bad for your personal health too. Now, people argue that bottled water is convenient and that's why bottled water has become such a huge market. But I argue that there's nothing more convenient than nearly free water coming from your own tap. Invest in a set of reusable bottles. I like glass bottles. I also am keen on stainless steel bottles for my children because they like to throw them around and I don't like to pick up glass. So glass or stainless steel and fill them with tap water when empty. 
I will link to my favorite brands in the show notes, but know that once you get in the habit of carrying your own water bottle, you will never go back to the plastic alternative. Beginner action item number three is to buy less. Now here are the facts. Our consumption habits have the single biggest effect on greenhouse gas emissions. Consumerism is killing our planet. Marketers and advertisers are pros at convincing us we need things we don't actually need. Buy only what you need and only if you truly and really need it. Buy secondhand whenever possible. And when giving a gift, consider gifting an experience over a physical thing. Now, there's this awesome graphic called the Biarchy of Needs. It's a spin on Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. I will link to this awesome graphic in the show notes, but it can help you decide whether something you're considering buying is a need or a want. Moving right along to action item for beginners number four, and that is to bring your own shopping bag. On average, a single consumer uses a plastic bag for 12 minutes. That same plastic bag then heads to the landfill or into the ocean where it sits for hundreds and hundreds of years. Now on top of that, manufacturing plastic bags demands incredible amounts of water and fossil fuels. Now, the same is true for those flimsy green produce bags in the supermarket. They aren't recyclable and they're insubstantial, so they're basically useless after that single trip. You know, you stick your apples in, you bring it to the cashier, you put them on the belt, and then you stick it in the car. After that, that flimsy plastic bag has no use because it's probably already ripped. So, Consider placing all your groceries in reusable bags and also place produce in reusable produce bags. I will link to my favorites again in the show notes, but extra credit for this action item is to keep a reusable bag in your purse or in your back pocket. And when you go to CVS, whip that out instead of taking a plastic bag. The take-home is to know that reusable bags can be used anywhere. We've kind of gotten in the habit of using them only at the grocery store, and that's great. But no, reusable bags can be used anywhere. And finally, beginner action item number five is to switch your household over to LED bulbs. Now here are the facts. LED bulbs consume up to 90% less power than traditional incandescent bulbs. And they last longer too. So you'll save money and time by replacing the bulbs in your entire household. Check to see if your state offers a rebate program. In my state, a energy specialist came to my house, assessed my home's energy usage, and offered tips to increase efficiency. He also replaced all the bulbs in my home to LEDs free of charge. So go ahead and check and see if your state offers something like this as well. 
Those were my five tips for beginners. And now we are going to move right in to five action items for those of us who may be a little bit more advanced. Now, they're true to their name. Some of these are drastic and require some real legitimate changes to our lives. So here we go. The first advanced strategy I have is to start family cloth. Now, what on earth is family cloth? It is basically the crunchiest thing a family can do. It is using cloth wipes instead of toilet paper that are washed instead of discarded. People who use family cloth swear that reusable cloth cleans much better than the paper variety. And people who use family cloth also say that it is not nearly as messy or dirty or time-consuming as it may sound. Why? Why would you consider adopting family cloth in your home? Well, that's easy. Toilet paper is paper. 270,000 trees worldwide are cut down every single day. And 10% of that number is used solely to make toilet paper, that one-time paper we use to wipe our bottoms. If that isn't the epitome of waste and wastefulness, I don't know what is. So if you're considering starting family cloth, or even if you just want to attempt it, A good handy number is five wipes per person per day. You wash them all together a couple times a week. If you have a child in cloth diapers, you can throw them in with that. Use the dryer or sun dry for sanitizing. Keep clean family cloths in a basket by the toilet. They actually look quite nice. And for dirty cloths, I suggest putting them in a lidded trash can also beside the toilet. Now, you could ease into this. You could use family cloth just for number one and consider using paper for number two. We're all about incremental minimalism here. We're not about doing drastic, crazy things. So if you'd like to ease on into family cloth, I say go for it. Advanced action item number two is to declutter everything responsibly, even when it's hard. So I'm going to give a quick example from my life this morning to demonstrate what I'm trying to get at with action item number two. I have a frayed cell phone cord. I've kept it around much longer than is probably safe because it still technically charges my phone. However, I can see internal wires, and I am now worried that it is going to start a fire in my house. So my frayed cell phone cord. The easy way to discard this thing is to throw it in the trash, right? That's easy. It takes 30 seconds to unplug it, walk it downstairs, throw it in the trash can. It's harder to hold on to it until the weekend and recycle it appropriately at my town's electronics recycling drive. Declutter everything responsibly, even when it's hard. That's action item number two. Be a model for your children if you have them, 
and discard possessions the hard way. Now, advanced action item number three is actually the one that I am adopting this year. It's to either buy all your food locally or start your own garden. Now, I'm starting my own garden this year, and please send me your thoughts and maybe even your prayers because I cannot keep anything alive. I don't know how I think I'm going to get vegetables from my garden, but we'll see. Food travels an average of 1,500 miles on refrigerated trucks before it gets to your local supermarket. So consider buying everything or at least as much as you can locally. If you live in a rural area, I can understand how that would be impossible. And or start your own garden and grow as much food as you can. Because there's nothing more eco-friendly and sustainable than growing organic produce a stone's throw away from your home. Advanced action item number four might just get me some hate mail. And it is to go vegetarian. Now, the United Nations, so not me, the United Nations have concluded that meat production is responsible for 18% of global carbon emissions. 5,214 gallons of water are required to produce a single pound of beef. Now, I'm just going to say that fact again because it almost sounds unbelievable, right? 5,214 gallons of water go into making one pound of beef. So vegetarian diets are the eco-friendly way of feeding yourself and your family. Perhaps this Earth Day is the year you consider it. And finally, action item number five for those of us who are more advanced takes an action item from the beginner's list and ramps it up a bit. It is to commit to a buy-free year. Now, obviously, when I say buy-free year, I don't mean buy nothing. I mean buy only the essentials. There's a huge difference between needing something and wanting something. And this action item seeks to completely eliminate unnecessary purchases. So there it is, five beginner action items and five more advanced action items as we celebrate Earth Day this week and every week of 2018. To recap, I'll quickly go through the action items one more time. On the beginners list, there's buy the ugly produce, say goodbye to plastic water bottles, buy less stuff, bring your own shopping bags, And finally, switch your household over to LED bulbs. Now, if you heard that list and you thought, oh, geez, there's nothing there that even remotely interests me, I'm way beyond all of that. Well, here are the advanced action items. Begin family cloth. Declutter everything responsibly, even when it's hard. Number three, start your own garden. 
or commit to buying all your food locally, go vegetarian, and finally, commit to a buy-free year. Now, if you heard a suggestion today that piqued your interest and you're ready to dive right in, reach out. I'm here for support. I'm happy to help. There's also a budding group of us on Facebook. Just search Facebook for The Sustainable Minimalists. Come on in, join us, and ask your questions. A big, big thank you to all of you who've left such thoughtful reviews on iTunes and everywhere else you listen to your podcast. I'm truly grateful for all of you. And if you haven't yet, but you've been meaning to, please keep them coming. I would love to hit as many potential sustainable minimalists as possible as we seek to minimize incrementally, but more importantly, minimize sustainably. Happy Earth Day. I will see you next week. Take care.